Hello, everyone. Happy New Year. It is 2023. So exciting. I love the new year. And guess what? This podcast is two years old. I can hardly believe that we are kicking off season three. I am so excited. This month is our two-year anniversary, and we are coming up on 100 episodes. How exciting is that? I also am celebrating two years with the Falling in Love with Myself Tribe Zoom. Two years ago was a monumental, January of 2021 was monumental in my life where I really stepped into my power and embraced going to the edge of my comfort zone in creating this podcast and creating our Monday morning tribe Zooms. Monday morning tribe, falling in love with myself, Monday tribe Zooms have been two years of beautiful inspiration, connection, self-love accountability. It is free. And if you are interested in joining our tribe Zoom, we meet every Monday, rain or shine, holiday or no holiday. Sometimes I host it from my car. Sometimes I host it from the airport. Literally, no matter what, it's a non-negotiable in my life. So we meet at 8 a.m. Pacific time every single Monday. If you would like to join our tribe Zoom on Mondays to go to fall deeper in love with yourself and to be surrounded by like what like-minded beautiful women men who give themselves permission to fall deeper in love with themselves please visit my show notes or find me on Instagram Jenny underscore Drake underscore you can reach out to me on my website there is a private Facebook group that is called Falling in Love with Myself. Find us and we will welcome you with open arms every Monday at 8 a.m. Pacific time. So we are going to kick off 2023 with my word of the year, how to love yourself with deeper connections I am really, really excited to um, talk about this topic with you. So grab your journal. If you're in the car listening, I hope that you'll be able to go back and write some thoughts, fill in some journal prompts um, about how to have deeper connection in 2023, which is a huge self-love win because when we are tapped into deeper connection. We are truly listening to our own inner wisdom and we are creating an abundant life, not just um, inside of ourselves, but externally and outside of ourselves as well. So sit back, relax, grab your journal, pour a glass of wine, light some candles, get in your comfy clothes, and let's have a date with ourselves. Welcome to season three of Falling in Love with Yourself. My name is Jenny Drake, and I am a self-love coach who teaches men and women how to transform their lives by reconnecting back to themselves. 
I use four pillars of self-love, which are self-awareness, self-acceptance, self-compassion, and self-fulfillment. Each week, I will explore a topic or introduce you to a guest that will help you connect to your own truth, tap into your own inner wisdom, and teach you how to fall deeper in love with yourself. This is where you come to learn how to fill your own cup so that it abundantly overflows into every aspect of your life. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this date with yourself. Let's get started. Welcome back. So if you are new to my podcast, welcome, welcome. I really want to encourage you to go back and listen to season one episodes, listen to season two episodes, and you can kind of bounce around based on the topics. But now that I'm entering in my third season, this podcast really, really shows my own self-love journey. Um, If you don't know my story, I just turned 50 this past year. I have been divorced for five and a half years. Um, I have now a beautiful relationship with the father of my children. I was married for 22 years. And if you would have predicted five and a half years ago that we would have the beautiful, abundant co-parent co-parenting, loving relationship that we have, you would never have believed that. And a lot of it has to do with us breaking out of that relationship to start to begin to love ourselves. Um, And that's why we are able to have such a great relationship. Um, I am a recovering perfectionist. I am a recovering people pleaser. I gave myself permission to look inward and begin to choose myself in baby steps. And I started this journey long before my podcast. But since the podcast has been going for two full years, you will hear over the course of time how I practice because I share a lot of myself on this podcast. I teach and coach through personal experiences. So you're going through my life really with me. And it's been so exciting to track my own evolvement and my own empowerment through this, through the process of self of self-love. Um, I just made a post recently where I said, you know, I coach, therefore I do, and I do, therefore I coach. So I really don't just talk the talk, I walk the walk. Um, And so talking about that, um, if you have been a longtime listener, you will hear literally through the speakers, how I have become more secure in myself and how I'm showing up in the world in a more in tune way and a more powerful way. And 
literally my life has transformed. Um, my finances, my businesses are more secure. My, I just talked about, you know, um, my ex-husband, all of my relationships are, um, more fulfilling, more happy, more connected, more secure. The relationship with my children is, I have two children, 24 and 21, is so much deeper. Even though we don't live geographically close, our, um, light, our relationship has gotten so much deeper and, and full of connection. And that all is a result of me doing these practices and being accountable to myself and being accountable to my tribe and being accountable to you and not giving up on myself and having grace for myself. And that's why you're here is because your inner wisdom has called you to do the same. And so showing up each week, listening to this podcast, subscribing, and really setting time in your day, whether it's listening to my podcast once a week, listening to another podcast, an audible, self-connecting through meditation and journaling and all of these things, if you do that on a daily basis, on a weekly basis, over time, you literally will see your life transform like my life has transformed. Um, I guarantee that. I promise that to you. And not because I'm some guru. It's because the work that we do here, the work that I do in my coaching, the work that you are giving yourself permission to do right now is divine. And it comes from a place inside of you. And the reason I can guarantee and make these promises is because it's available to everyone. And it's not as hard as we think. And it's not as painful as we think because self-compassion and self-grace is the overarching element that that we use because think about it compassion and grace and forgiveness and love is a divine those characteristics are divine and when we tap into our inner divine power we can have abundant amounts of compassion and fulfillment and grace and forgiveness and when we and acceptance and when we apply all of that to ourselves, it will overflow into the rest of our world. A reminder, when we are forgiving of ourselves, we are more forgiving for those around us. When we are accepting of ourselves, we become more accepting of those around us. When we have abundant love for ourselves, we love others and can receive their love. Do you understand that's how our life transforms? So you are in the right place. So let's talk about the topic that I gave you and that I've given myself. My 2023 word is connection. I'm wearing it on my wrist as we speak. Um, and I will wear it this entire year, I don't take this bracelet off. Um, I, I have a permanent 
tan line because I've been wearing these bracelets for one, two, three, four, five. This is my sixth year. Yeah, that makes sense because my first word came to me um, through a friend when I was going through my divorce. So let's talk about connection and grab your journal, grab the notes section of your phone. Um, or if you're not in a place, I really am encouraging you and suggesting to take some deep breaths and try to tune out all that is around you. Now, if you're driving, be very conscious of driving, but you can still focus on my words and the inner wisdom that's coming up when you're listening to my words as you're driving. So I really encourage you to take a moment and turn inward. So now that we're focused inward, I'm going to ask you some things to think about. And remember, whenever we're talking about ourselves, I really want you to come from a place of empowerment and potential, not from a place of judgment or viewing yourself from a moral compass. There is no right or wrong, good or bad, should or shouldn't. None of that applies here. So really tap in to who you are on the inside with your divine potential and listen to these questions and just see, observe without any judgment of what comes up. How do you connect to yourself? How do you connect to yourself? When do you feel connected to yourself? How often do you connect to yourself? How much do you prioritize? connecting to yourself. Think about self-connection. And I actually did a podcast episode all about self-connection recently. So I really, really encourage you to go back, just scroll back, and you'll be able to see that um, episode all about self-connection. But in this purpose and in this moment, just think about how often you self-connect and in what ways. Now, I want to remind you that self-connecting is what you're doing right now. Tuning into this podcast, because this podcast is all about you, that was a small step a seemingly insignificant step, but actually reaps so much reward by tuning into this podcast right now. And that's the thing about self-love is these small acts like listening to the podcast or even when I said, Let's pause and turn inward. That's a very small step, not easy, but small, that reaps great rewards. 
Because whenever we turn inward, that's where our truth lies. And that's where I mentioned it before. That's where that abundant source is. So just pivoting from our external world to our internal world reaps lots of rewards. And we can do that multiple times during the day over practice it really becomes more accessible to us. And when we talk about self-connection, it might be difficult at first because in our society and in our culture and in our human nature, we really are conditioned to focus on our external world. So at first, self-connection might be something that requires a lot of intention and a lot of mindfulness and some accountability, either from me or a group of people like my tribe or a tracker sheet or my self-love journal. I have provided lots of ways for you to be accountable in self-connection when it's difficult to hold yourself accountable at first. So how does it feel when you self-connect? Is there a lot of judgment there? Is there a lot of past experiences that come up that are just are uncomfortable? That's okay. There is no right or wrong. Part of self-love is observing what comes up without any judgment. Yes, there might be some fear that comes up, but that's when we link arms together. And when you link arms with yourself and you move through that fear in the most loving way. So as we kick off this year, and if connection is something that you'd like to be more intentional about, I really encourage you to think about self-connection at the at kind of the forefront of this intentional space of connection. So I told you that I do teach and I coach from personal experiences. And when I share my personal experiences, I really want you to leave comparison out of it. You can be inspired by what I do in my own personal life. And you can definitely take some practices and what I suggest and encourage, but I want you to make it your own. That's why I created the Year of Self-Love, the intention cards, the way that I did, because this isn't Jen teaching you, this is Jen teaching you, but this is not Jen you know, forcing you. I'm not giving you a cookie cutter program. This is all about you. So the ways that I self-connect is through um, my daily self-love practices. And I have a podcast episode on the difference between self-care and self-love. Self-care practices definitely are a form of self-love, but self-love is that deeper soul connection with ourselves, while while self-care 
can be the behaviors and actions that we take. So for example, when I move my body, when I exercise, when I walk, when I go for nature walks, when I go for a run, when I do yoga, when I self-connect with my body, I am very present. I try to be very present. I try to let go of any self-judgment. And that's how I self-connect with my body. Um, I self-connect with my soul by meditation. And, and I do have a whole podcast episode in season two all about meditation. And I want to debunk the myths of meditation that meditation does not look a certain way all the time. There are very... There is a variety of ways to meditate, and I switch it up all the time. Sometimes it's a guided meditation. Sometimes it's a nature meditation. Meditation is when you are focused inward and when you are not null and void of thoughts, but are observing your thoughts without judgment. And doing it for a, an extended period of time so that our subconscious, our feelings, our emotions, our soul-based wisdom can come up. And that's how I self-connect. By intentionally turning inwards on a daily basis. And usually after I meditate, I have my journal and I will write letters or notes in my journal. Um, back in June, I started writing letters, and I'll talk about this a little bit later, um, to my higher power. And I would write letters to my higher power, and I still do this practice every single day. Um, and then I listen to what my higher power says back. And writing is so powerful to self-connect because, um, you know, the process of, of getting from our conscious to our subconscious is um, first th thoughts and then a deeper, a deeper um, practice is writing and then speaking it out loud. So when I talk about, that's a lot of reason why I post so much on social media is because I go inward, I have these thoughts, I write them in my journal, and then I make a post about it. So through the course of that, of those three um, actions, it is now embodied in my soul. And this podcast is a version of that, um, talking to friends. So when we speak that out loud, it literally becomes part of us. So we can think it, write it, speak it. Now, baby steps, right? If you're new to self-connection, if you're really used to living your life in the external world and going inward is new for you, baby steps. One step at a time. I love the analogy of a football game, right? 
if you're in the fourth first quarter, you are in the first quarter. There's no need to be thinking about the fourth quarter when we're only in the first quarter. So give yourself that grace to be patient with yourself. So the second area that a deeper connection um, can be explored, and remember, I'm going to give you four areas of deeper connection, and you can focus on all of them at the same time or take it one at a time. Um, Remember, like for me, I have a whole year. These are things that I'm focusing on for a whole year. So kind of think about that. Um, But the second section of deeper connection that I'm looking at, and I just talked about it a few seconds ago, is a deeper connection with source, higher power, God, universe, whatever you can relate to. Um, And this is the spiritual component of of our work, because I believe um, our worth, our love, comes from a greater source, my creator. And this isn't a conversation of religion or beliefs. It really is about what you relate to. Um, Some people believe that higher power is nature. And and whatever you relate to is acceptable here. Um, And if spirituality is something that is uncomfortable or confusing and you don't really understand what you believe truly, um, I really, really encourage you to go back and listen in season one of the my episode on um, my journey with spirituality because I was really, really committed and active in um, a a strict conservative religion for 24 years. And I didn't grow up that way. My story is a little bit different. Usually people grow up um, that way and then break away. I was not raised with any particular organized religion. Um, I definitely was raised by two parents who uh, taught us about God and Jesus and the golden rule and the difference between right and wrong. But um, at 21 years of age, I joined a, an organized religion. And that choice set the course for the next, well, for the rest of my life. Even though I'm not, I've stepped away from that organized religion um, about four and a half years ago is about a year after my divorce. Um, So I've definitely been in the space of not really knowing what I believed for my first 21 years. And then the next 24 years were um, I really embraced an organized religious spirituality belief system. Um, And for the last four and a half years, and then for about a year, I turned away from all sorts. I was just so confused. um, And I turned away from any sort of higher power. That didn't last very long because I quickly realized that 
not believing or having or having faith or trust in any sort of higher power was extremely confusing, extremely conflicting with me. So that space didn't last very long before I found a way to connect to what I believe is my own higher power, which is inside of me, which is part of me, um, which is over the universe. Um, but it's a very different belief system. And, and I won't go into too much detail because as I said, I have a whole podcast episode in season one, all about my journey with spirituality and how I can be so grounded and so centered in my connection with my own higher power now. Um, and that happened relatively quickly, you know, um, because your inner wisdom, your divine wisdom is centered in, in you and it's there. And once we turn towards it and once we recognize it, it's actually a very quick process. At least it was for me. Everyone has their own journey. So I never want to imply that my journey is the same as yours or anyone else's. And, and if you're having a hard time connecting to a power greater than, than you, then let's chat because there might be some blocks that I can help you identify um, that will open up that connection um, more, more abundantly. And so the second topic of connection is connection with higher power. And some things that I want you to um, consider and ponder about and think about is, do you connect to some sort of power greater than yourself on a regular basis? Do What is your relationship with the word faith? What is your relationship with the word surrender? Um, and how do you nurture and cultivate that? relationship. And I, you know, I mentioned I felt really inspired and prompted in my journal. I've been journaling in and and I also have another podcast episode all about journaling because there is no right or wrong way to journal, right? Um there's lots of different forms. And back in June, I really felt it was actually during a meditation where I felt really prompted to start physically writing letters to my higher power. And it's been such a beautiful experience. Um, in those letters, I just talk about whatever is on my mind, whatever's in my heart. And then as I've kind of, you know, dropped my worries at in the letter, asked for, you know, on a daily basis, I ask for things like clarity and courage um, and acceptance of myself and for others. But really, I turn to my higher power in a form of surrender every morning of, okay, I'm here. I know what I have planned for the day. I know where I want this day to go. However, if your if your plan is different, then please help me know clearly 
what guided actions to take and have give me the courage to take those actions. And coming from a place of surrender, a couple of years back, my my word that I wore on my wrist and my intention for that year was surrender. So I really practiced this every day for a whole year to now where it's just part of who I am. It's not easy and I'm not perfect at it at all. <laughs> um, but I have a coach and I have beautiful friends around me that can help remind me of where I'm kind of hanging on too tight or too a little bit attached, more attached to outcomes than, than I want to be. Um, and that all comes from this space of nurturing and cultivating my connection with my higher power. When we are in conscious contact with a power that's greater than ourselves, our life becomes miraculous and magical, not in a weird woo-woo, woo-woo mystical way, but we start having more gratitude. We start seeing silver linings in the clouds. We start going through struggles from a place of learning and growth rather than resentment and judgment and fear. So connecting to a higher power is a really, really powerful place to be. Um, and so that's why connecting with a higher power for me is a strong intention this year as well. So the third area of connection that I'm really focusing on 2023 is my connection to my the presence. Um, we are, I, we, as a society, we're so distracted. Um, I do almost everything on my phone from tracking my food intake to creating my shopping list to you know, just my scheduling. Um, I set timers in my phone. I go on do not disturb. Uh, you know, my phone is the tool for my life. And I'm sure that you can resonate with this. Um, you know, we talk a lot about social media. Well, it's not just social media. It's our phone and that tool. Because then when we're using our phone and our as our tool for life, then there's the distractions, right? And over the course of time, in a very quick, you know, generation, our attention span has, you know, drastically decreased, but also we're being taken out of our presence. And so one of my intentions with, the, with my connection word this year is to connect to the present. So I live alone. Um, and, and that means when I'm home alone, I'm connected to whatever I'm doing in that moment. And I've really noticed when I'm outside, a lot of times I'll have my phone in my hand and I'll be Marco Poloing a friend or I'll be doing a post for social media because I get a lot of inspiration when I'm out in nature moving my body. And so I will stop 
and I will make those posts outside. What that does though, is it, it takes me out of my present state. Now, yes, of course, sometimes my present state is making a post on social media, but if I'm so disconnected from my five senses, um, I'm not in present. So I love one of um, the mantras I had used last year in 2022 is, um, you know, have my head where my, sorry, (laughs) had to formulate my thought for a minute, have my head where my feet are. So be more present and also um, rest in reality. Those are two mantras that really remind me to what is my reality in this moment and am I here resting in it? Am I in the, am I too much, is my head thinking about the future too much? Or, and there are times in our day, definitely, where we are visualizing our future and we are taking actions for our future. Um, That's okay. But when we're in the past, in the future, more than in the present, which many, many, many of us are if we're trapped in worry. Worry, you know, about whenever we're in worry or fear, we're not in the present. So connecting to the present for me is being in tune with my intention. And really, you know, what do I want to be doing in this moment? If I'm working, then yeah, I'm going to be focused on you know, my phone or my computer or my podcast, you know, in this present moment, I'm recording a podcast with you. My mind is here with you. My soul is here with you. Um, So where, what am I doing presently? And am I present? How many times are we, you know, driving in the car and we get to our destination and we don't even know how we got there because our mind really was somewhere else. I don't know if that's happened to you. It's definitely happened to me. Um, And so really for me, connecting to the present is being in my senses. What am I feeling? What am I smelling? What am I tasting? Um, Where am I? Is my head where my feet are? And what is my reality right now? And also I've made a commitment to myself that when I go out my apartment door, I'm not going to have my nose in my phone. And that leads into topic number four of connection, which I'll get to in a minute. But there's been times when I've been down at the beach. I I spend a lot of time at the beach. I'm walking, I'm running, I'm meditating, I'm you know, I love the vibe down on my beach. So I'm there a lot. And there's been times where my nose has been in my phone more than not at the beach. And then I get home and yeah, I've gotten a lot done. Maybe I've, you know, made some reels or, you know, talked to a friend or whatever. And that's all great. 
But if it overshadows me being present at the beach, it's, it's more about balance. So I've made a commitment to myself to not have my nose in my phone when I exit my apartment, to be more present. Um, and so really think about how you can be connected to your presence. And that leads me to topic number four when it comes to connection, connection with other people. So this is being present with those around us. And it doesn't even mean just our loved ones, like connection with all humankind. So I'm really focusing on connecting with others this year and any sort of connection. So if that means me commenting on a post that was meaningful to me, I'm going to connect with that person through my comment. Um, if that means not having my nose in my phone as I'm walking from my apartment to my car, that way I am connecting, I am able to connect with people who walk past me who are my neighbors that I may not even know because I'm so busy with my nose and my phone, I can't make a connection with them. And that connection just might be the form of a smile. I think about when I had my dog, he passed away last March, poor Juby. Um, but I used to go on dog walks three times a day around the block. And how many connections I missed out on because I wasn't present. And we never know who our higher power is going to put into our life. Um, and I really have been thinking about all the different levels of connection with people. I mentioned, you know, social media connections. That's a big part of my life. I connect with a lot of you through a screen. That's still connection to me. When you leave a comment, you can tell, like, I am fueled by connection. If you listen to my podcast, if you, if you hear me on social media, I'm always asking you to reach out, leave a DM, comment, um, fi come find me so we can connect. That's what fuels me. Any level of human connection, whether it's a smile to a fellow dog walker, whether it's a smile or I even eye contact that could be connection and if i'm distracted if i'm not present how many connections am i missing out on and to and then you know it definitely spills over i love my one-on-one -on -one coaching sessions because that really has taught me the practice of being present and connected to my clients so, you know, that's an intention that I set before every session. Every time I sit down with someone or meet with them on Zoom, I, my only intention is just to connect. If I'm meeting a new person, um, I, you know, I go to networking events. My only intention is just to connect. When I'm having coffee or lunch with friends, connection. It, um, making it more intentional because, as I said, and 
that soul connection is where is where we connect to ourselves as well right now not all connection goes well right we have conflict in our lives i have conflict with people on a regular weekly basis and what's the first thing we want to do when you know we come in contact with someone either run away or stay and fight but if we make connection or reconnection our goal how would our conflict look different especially in, within the walls of our home like with our partners with our children if connection is our goal what how would conflict look different so connection with other people is multi-layered we've got connection through a screen all the way to the connection with the people that we love the most our partners our our family members our friends our coworkers so i'm being more intentional by being present so that i can have any form of connection when i come in contact with other humans. Now, I do this all the time. I smile at people. I try to make eye contact with strangers all the time. Now, a lot of times it's not reciprocated. Am I going to want what if I felt rejected or took that personally? Then I would minimize my intention of connection. But I don't take any of that personally. because i know that most of the world is caught up in their head or distracted they haven't listened to this podcast episode so i don't take it personally if if the connection is not reciprocated and boy oh boy oh boy i could have a whole conversation you know i am in the dating world i could have a whole whole conversation about connection in the dating world i practice a lot of detachment detachment to outcome detachment to assumptions detachment like for example i'm going on a first date tonight my only intention with this first date is to have to to be present and to be open to whatever form of connection i feel guided you know when you're dealing with other people He's he's got his own stuff going on. So I can only control what's on my side of the street. So my intention is to go in with a positive attitude to only my only intent is to connect in whatever form that might be. And I had a first date last weekend. We had a great 2-hour lunch. We had a lot to talk about. but the the connection was only that of a lunch. I didn't go away from that date feeling that that was a failure because there wasn't the need for a second date. I felt success because we had a great 2-hour connection. So I hope that this has helped you. We've gone over four areas of connection: connection to self, connection to higher power, connection to presence, 
and connection to other humans, other people. Connection is part of our purpose. We are here for connection. So it's a beautiful place to be when we can tap into that. It is a huge self-love win to practice all of these types of connection. And I know that as my intention for 2023 is deeper connections, that no matter what comes my way this year, I'm going to have a freaking amazing year because connection fulfills me. Connection fuels me. No matter where my businesses go, no matter where my love life goes, no matter what happens with my family or my friends, as long as I'm in the intent of having connection with myself, with my higher power, with my present, and with the people around me, I'm going to be fulfilled. So I hope that I've given you some things to think about. I truly hope that you'll reach out to me and connect with me on Instagram at Jenny underscore Drake underscore or my website, Jenny-Drake.com. You can also find me on Facebook at Jenny Drake. Um, I hope that you reach out and connect with me on how this episode helped you kick off your 2023 I would love to connect with you on our Monday Morning Tribe Zooms. I would love to talk to you about one-on-one coaching. We can together link arms and make 2023 the most self-loving year of our lives. Please hit subscribe so that you know when my next available episode comes to you so that you can have another self-love date with yourself. Thank you so much for being here. I'm so grateful for you. I know you have so many choices in podcasts today, and I'm so very grateful that you chose this podcast to spend time with me. I love you so very much. You are so worthy of the abundant life and everything that you desire, and I'm excited to be on this journey with you. Much love. If you are listening, that means you want to fall deeper in love with yourself. And I have the perfect tool to help you do that. It is a journal called A Year of Self-Love. 52 intentions to help you fall deeper in love with yourself. One for every week of the year. On Sunday night or Monday morning, you choose one of the intentions in this beautifully designed journal. And each night, You can fill in the little journal spot with the accompanying journal prompt for that intention of the week. You guys, if you use this tool, you will fall deeper in love with yourself. You can get it on Amazon or my website, which is jenny-drake.com. And don't forget the women in your life, your mom, your sister, your daughter, your best friend, It is also an amazing gift. I hope you love it as much as I loved creating it. Get a year of self-love now. You won't regret it.